Boozehound Entertainment presents A Walk in Darkness. We're searching for the Demonic Testament, a book written by a demon, and you're coming with us. Hey guys, I uh, I hope you're keeping safe out there. Um, I think we can finally say that darkness has arrived. Yep, it's uh, it's definitely definitely here. Um, I know the show ended abruptly last week, so I guess I'll start by filling you guys in on what happened after Sutton crashed into the studio. Um, I don't think I'll ever forget the sight of her standing there hair sopping wet from sweat and her nearly naked body just dripping blood from the red marks that now cover most of her body, unfortunately. Um, And and, I don't know, dripping really isn't the right word. Seeping maybe? I don't know. It's it's hard to explain as I've never seen a wound like this before. It's like the blood just sort of slowly leaks out of them. Kind of like sap from a tree. Anyway, her her eyes were bloodshot and her pupils were pin-sized. Like she was looking at the brightest light ever, even though the room was fairly dark. I wasn't quite sure what to do to help her. Um, I, I knew doctors couldn't help her. Um... But I figured the first step was to get her back to bed. But when I reached out to touch her, to help her downstairs, I could feel these waves of heat rolling off her body. It was an unnatural sensation of heat, really. Um, Her hair was stringy from sweat, like I said before. And when I finally made contact with her skin, it was clammy. Not what you'd expect, and definitely not a good sign. So, we start going downstairs, and about halfway down the stairs, she went limp, and her eyes rolled back into her head. She moaned as I carried her the rest of the way, but it, it wasn't from pain, as far as I could tell. It was, uh, it was just more of a mumbling kind of thing going on. So, once we get downstairs... I set up an ice bath for her, and uh, as I eased her in the water, it turned this dark red from all the blood from the red marks. So after about an hour, sitting in the bath, cooling her down, her fever kind of came down to a, a safe level, and her eyes went back to normal, but those red marks still continued to leak blood. So over the next couple of days after that, she was in and out of consciousness. And really when she was out, she would narrate this conversation she was overhearing. Um, I got to say, it was pretty eerie listening to her because it was like she was talking to me sometimes. Like she was telling me a story. Occasionally she would say things like, Wally, I see Sarath. Do you see him? Or... Uh, what was the other one? Oh, I can't believe they're sitting together. Those were the two big ones, and it was just weird. I just I couldn't figure out what the hell she was talking about. And when she was awake, 
she couldn't remember the conversation. She couldn't remember anything. She said it was just blackness. That it was a black, blacker than anything. So I asked her if she remembered coming into the studio last week yelling about a dream. And she said, no, just the blackness. So fast forward a couple of days. The good news is her temperature's down to normal. Um, the bad news, she has insomnia and she hasn't slept since Monday. So, you know, obviously she can't go on like this much longer, but also if she's not sleeping, she's not dreaming. And I really believe the answer to her getting better and stopping the darkness lies somewhere in this dream that she's been having. The problem is, even if she does sleep and have the dream, it's unlikely she's going to remember anything that we can use to fight the darkness. So in a few minutes, I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to hypnotize her to see if we can get her and us really back into the dream. But while she's getting ready, I want to talk about what I saw on the street right before Sutton barged in last week. Now, I know you guys don't need me to tell you how bad it is out there. But, you know, you read these things in the Bible, and there's that part of you that believes they're just metaphors. But when you see the four horsemen galloping down your street during the most powerful thunderstorm you've ever experienced, it's hard to fully comprehend you just watched the first four seals of the apocalypse trot past your house. I've been sitting up here in the studio at night while Sutton sleeps or at least tries to sleep. Um, I don't know. There's something comforting about looking into the, the night sky, drinking whiskey as the world collapses around you. It's an escape, I guess. I don't know. Um, but the last few nights have been anything but comforting. I've seen these white things rising up to the sky, a whole bunch of them. I can't tell exactly what they are, but I do know that they aren't lights. That's for sure. That's what I do know. And I'm pretty confident that Whatever these things are, it represents the fifth seal. All right, well, it looks like something's ready. So I'm going to sign off here and go downstairs and get started with the hypnotism. So hang tight. I'll be right back. All right, guys, I'm back here with Sutton in hey, a room. Hey, hey, everyone. Um, I hope you're all okay. I, you know, Wally's going to hypnotize me and... I've never been hypnotized before, so I just really hope it works. <laughs> okay, you're really wired, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I feel something. I, I don't know. It's, I'm, yeah, I, right. I need this. Okay, so so you're ready then? I, I think so. Uh, yeah, 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 let's do it. Okay. So, what I want you to do is start by focusing your eyes on the candle we have here on the nightstand. Breathe deeply and focus on the rhythm of your breathing. 
Okay, good. Good, very good. Okay. I want you to keep breathing and concentrate on my words. Let yourself relax. Let your body sink into the bed and into the pillows. Let your mind be calm and listen to my words. Do you feel your eyes getting heavy? Yes, very heavy. Okay. Let your eyes close. You can feel yourself relaxing now. Your legs and arms are relaxed and peaceful. Can you feel it? Yes. Okay. You're going deeper and deeper. Each word I utter is taking you deeper into a relaxed state. Deeper. 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 Sutton, can you hear me? Yes. Where are you? I'm in my room. Good. Good. Do you see the door? I see a red door. All right. Awesome. I want you to go to it, and I want you to open it and step through it. Okay. What do you see? Nothing. It's dark. Okay. That's all right. Take a few steps forward out of the darkness where it's a little brighter. Let Sarath pull you to him. Okay, what do you see now? I'm not sure. Okay, guys. Blood is seeping through her clothes and her body is shivering. Okay, Sutton. Focus and tell me what you see. I'm standing in an empty parking lot surrounded by tumbleweeds. The sky, the, the sky is full of storm clouds with just this constant lightning and thunder. The trees are swaying from a really strong wind, but I don't feel it. Okay. Do you know where you are? No. It it looks like a dive bar, but I don't recognize the place. There's an old sign on the front, but it's missing letters. I think it's supposed to say the holy hell. Okay. All right. What I want you to do now is go inside and tell me everything you see. Okay, I, I'm inside now, but it's dark. The only light is from the backlit bar. Um, let's see. There, there's a cigarette machine to the left as I walked in. Um, I see maybe, I don't know, a, a dozen tables with a roll of booths lining the right side. Um, the booths are made of, you know, the ugly red pleather, and all the tables have those candles and the red, um, like, nubbly glass straight mm -hmm. out of the 70s. But there are two flat-screen TVs above the bar, and one on each of the two main walls. But all four are on and are showing the pandemonium on the news. <sighs> The the place is empty, except for two figures sitting at the 
far end of the bar. Okay, what do they look like? Uh, hold on, let me get a little closer. Okay, this is strange. What? Well, I took a couple of steps and now my body just won't let me even get any closer. And when I try to look at them, the the figures at the bar, they sort of, um... They what? Before I can really see anything, they go blurry and then turn into these black masses. I mean, it's sort of like two black holes that radiate energy, you, you know, like like when you can see heat waves coming off something. The, the more I try to make something out, the more my head hurts. All right, guys, I can feel the heat coming off of her now, and she's beginning to sweat. Okay, Sutton, listen to me very carefully. I want you to stop looking at the figures at the bar and look around the bar and tell me what you see. Wally? Yes, Sutton? He's here. Who's here? Sarath, he's here. He's restrained in one of the booths. Wait. Seriously? And they're sitting together. That's why you're still alive. You put me through hell, and all you can say is thank you? I didn't really have a choice to be a part of this. Now, did I? I mean, you can thank me by releasing me from your hold. What do you mean you can't do that? Sutton, who are you talking to? Is it Sarath? Yes, Sarath. He says the two guys at the bar are God and Lucifer. He says they've been holding him here in this bar since they took him. They want Sarath to give up the souls he took, and then they're going to kill him. Hmm. Why don't they just take the souls from him and then kill him? He says it doesn't work that way. So while they're waiting for Sarath to give up the location of the souls, they're... Wait, hold on. I can hear them now. Why don't you send your demons to possess the Pope and show people the evil that will happen if they don't stop this nonsense? According to the caption on the TV, the people just killed your Pope. Wow, I guess they are pissed. Who's getting a soul? I certainly don't want him. But I don't really think it matters. I think the panel is just divvying up the souls equally trying to stop the darkness. I'm not sure it's enough. Too bad we can't do what we did last time and just kill everyone who revolted. I wish I could have been at the Last Supper to see the look on Jesus' face. Right before we killed him. And it was pretty genius how you used the murder weapon to instill fear into everyone who dares go against you. Yeah, I can't believe how quickly they adopted the cross as their religious symbol and how they all believe that treasonous son of mine was coming back to save them. We've spent thousands of years building these kingdoms and belief systems, and they abandon all of it in a matter of days, because of a rogue demon and his fucking book. You know, all this rebellion reminds me of that time I lost that bet, and had to help you with that experiment in debauchery. Oh yeah, that was fun. Every now and then I think about what happened at the Vatican. All those repressed priests and nuns out of control. You really should rethink that whole celibacy thing. Never! It keeps them conflicted and always looking to me for answers. And that's the way I want it. You always were the attention whore. Oh, and you're not? 
I do have to compete with you after all. But our competing egos is how we lost last time. How many seals showed up before I had to start the flood? Three, I think. It still pisses me off we had to agree to the whole flood and arc thing to save our kingdoms. I guess starting over with one good and one evil of everything is better than losing our kingdoms altogether. I still think it's funny how you let everyone believe they come from Adam and Eve when they're actually descendants of Noah and his wife. What was her name again? Guys, I hate to interrupt this trip down memory lane, but can you hear the rumbling? Feel the ground vibrating? That's the sound of the clock running out. We've been sitting here for 59 days. I, chained up in this booth, you two, drinking your expensive scotch, wasting your opportunity to save your kingdoms by reminiscing about the old days. You think you have all the power and time in the world, but if you bothered to spend any time on Earth, you would have realized time is not infinite. You sit here with no plan and act as if everything will work itself out. I, however, have a plan that's been in the works for many years. I put it in motion the day Christian killed himself. You need me to give you the souls I stole, but I'm afraid that isn't part of my plan. I used the tortured souls of Ariel and Christian to conceive my child of fire, who, along with Jesus, will preach my gospel. The true and only gospel. Yes, that's right. The day I allowed the minions to capture me, my apostles freed your son Jesus from the outskirts. Don't worry, he's safe in a bar of his own. I know you like your scotch, but he makes this drink he calls the Savior which is to die for. He has returned to walk the earth and preach the truth to the people. The real truth this time. The sixth seal is here, and the people are no longer reacting to your deceit. They've decided your time in power is over. You've lost. Soon, the seventh seal will permanently end your reign, and I, with the help of Elec, my second in command, will give birth to a new universe that knows neither good nor evil.